Demons Discuss bonus episode, the one with the shenanigans. Welcome to Demons Discuss, the unofficial podcast about the All Souls universe and the topics that orbit it. We are your hosts, Angela, Jean, and Valerie. I'm Valerie, and with me is Angela and Jean, but we have someone else with us. Welcome, Dr. Shelley Carter. Yay! Yay! Thanks for having me back. Of course. Oh, my God. I know. Like, it's a question. I know. It's been way too long. So what are we talking about this episode, Jean? A little bit of everything. It's Friday the 13th, and we're a month out from the con, so it's pretty much anything goes. Yes. And by the time you guys hear this audience, it will be closer to the con. It'll be probably right before the con. So this is kind of our pre-con show, and we invited Shelly to join us. So thank you, Shelly. Thank you. So You may not be thanking us by the time this is over. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to get through this little ad read of ours. Good luck. Wish me luck, guys. Right? Good luck. All right. Good luck. Yay! This podcast is sponsored by listeners like you. On this show, you won't be hearing about men's razor clubs or a do-yourself legal company or a design-your-website company or off-brand smart... Or Enzite. Or Enzite. maybe Enzite. Maybe Enzite. Maybe Enzite. Ew. <laughs> Off-brand smart speakers or a company that delivers meals, but you still have to cook them. Uh-oh. Do you know why we won't interrupt our show to tell you about these companies? It's because of our patrons. So now that you know what our patrons have done for us, let's tell you what we can do for you, the potential patron. I have a feeling I'm going to regret this. Gene, <laughs> in your own words, why should listeners become patrons? In your, in your own words. Yeah. In my own words. <laughs> yes. Um, well, you'll get access to our after show, which comes on off weeks. And, you know, that's pretty much a mixed bag. You, you never know what you're going to get there, but it's always hilarious and always informative, more or less. Also, swag. We have some of the greatest swag around. I mean, if you want to be a styling All Souls fan, you need the swag. So I have to say, our swag, our, our swag travels well, right? Yes. It, our, the swag travels exceptionally well <laughs> with photo with photo proof in fact yes that's right <laughs> tell us it's about the swag. swag tell us about the swag Shelly so the swag that you can get varies by level um, but at the top tier you get this totally awesome handy dandy tote bag which can hold uh, all souls book a phone a wallet whatever you may want to throw in a flask a flask of course <laughs> um, and it, it travels exceptionally well and can visit uh, iconic locations around the world. And you also can get a handy-dandy sticker that you can put on any type of paraphernalia, such as your iPad, should you be so lucky as to have a Macintosh device, Gene. (laughs) (laughs) And there you go, people. If you're interested in becoming a patron, go to patreon.com slant demons discuss. Do it now! Or maybe after the show. But do it! Yay! Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, let's open up with this roundtable-like discussion. So this discussion this time is brought to you by Catherine Corp. Thank you, Catherine. Yay! Thank you, Catherine. Okay, so who wants to start? Who's got a subject they want to bring to the table? Well, guest first, Shelly. Oh, Lord. Um... <laughs> now, mind you, this isn't your save it for the show. This is yes. just anything, anything else. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. So I, I am very much looking forward to the shenanigans that we will have in person in Philly. Um, you know, I will, as usual, take my hat off to Laura and company for the great job they're doing organizing everything, including the photo sessions. Um, but I will say as more and more, you know, specific plans are being made, I'm beginning to feel the personal crunch because I haven't uh, started my talk yet. Um. <laughs> that makes two. That makes four of us. Oh! Can you remind our audience what your topic is? Uh, yes. So um, at last year's con, I talked about basically the science in uh, discovery of witches. So we focused on mitochondrial DNA. And for this year's talk, I'm going to focus a little more on the science that we find in the Book of Life. So basing it around some of the discoveries that are going on in Chris's lab. Um, I, I know Chris is a uh, 
polarizing character. Uh, I will avoid all of that, but I will talk a little bit about the science. And I'm, I'm going to dig in particular into that piece of how can we have three different types of creatures and humans all being the same species. So that'll, that'll be the biology. Very good. Wow. I can't wait. It's going to be pretty graphic heavy. <laughs> That's good. That's better than being pretty well, you graphic. Better, you better get to stepping on your on your presentation there, lady. I, I know. Oh, wait, if it is pretty graphic, then we'll make lots of money in the swear jar. Oh, not oh. that kind of graphic. I meant like images. <laughs> Leave it to Jean. Yes. No, you know, I, you know, I'm just trying to get us to Europe. Uh, there That's is that. True. Yeah. Hmm. So, Jean, what do you have to bring to the table? What do I have to bring to the table? I actually have a couple of crazy theories for Shelley. Oh, okay. I mean, I, I realize some of them may, may require diagrams and I'm not looking for diagram level thoughts, just more of a kind of off the top of your head thing. So the other day, well, last week we were talking as one does in the chat box and the question came up is what happens if you try to make a vampire out of somebody who is heavily pregnant? Um, okay, off the top of my head, I would say you probably would get a vampire baby as well. Because, I mean, if we think of the chromosomal changes that have to go on and the, I don't, I can't come up with any gut reason why they wouldn't cross the placental barrier. I mean, a lot of viruses do. If we take, for example, Zika, we know that has an impact on a developing fetus. But then if we, if we take that the next step further, is it going to be like a never growing baby? I don't, I don't know. See, that's where we start getting a little bit more into other people's mythos. If and we were, okay. we were we were worried about the hazard of eternal pregnancy too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you know that's a good call because that was something that I know this had been has been discussed in like the large group before. Um, yes, yeah. whether or not a female vampire could be impregnated by a male weaver, and my take on that actually is no, because the vampire physiology and hormonal changes are probably going to be so slow. That it would never, you wouldn't have this, the cycles necessary. So yeah, you might be internally pregnant. Oh my God. Right. <laughs> no, thank which you. Was why we were, why we were pondering the question because it sounded like something entirely awful and something stupid Matthew would do. Mm. <laughs> you know? Impregnated another vampire? No, try and change a pregnant woman. Oh. Uh, know that I could see Matthew doing that. I think he probably has, like, the sanctity of life is maybe a little too much for him. Well, I'm just saying if he thought it would save the baby. Oh, yeah, that I could see. Yeah, so he'd have kind of a a war of the impulses right there. (laughs) (laughs) He he would have an... sums him up in a nutshell. Yeah, Yeah. he's... I I don't know who'd win that war. Which side of him would... The one that would want to save the baby or the one that would say, no, we don't do that. (laughs) You know? Exactly. I don't... mm. I yeah I don't know. Plus he's heavily Catholic too, so there's that too. Can of worms and other yes. words. I know. Thanks, Jean. <laughs> it's, it's my gift. As always, more questions than answers. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Keeps the brain healthy. Yeah, it does. It does. Angela, do you have things to bring to the table today? Just thinking about the con and our last shenanigans as our title (laughs) (laughs) refers to, what are we going to get up to? Okay, now our our panel is Friday night, the first night of the con. Shelly's, unfortunately, is Saturday. I shouldn't say unfortunately. It's Saturday. But hers is in the afternoon, so we can sleep in. (laughs) There is that. But I'm thinking of the four of us. What shenanigans will we get up to? We'll have to find a new location to wrangle a bartender to give us. (laughs) souvenirs souvenirs and and drinks and yes i think i may have a couple places in mind i can't i have been doing some research you sure have yeah yeah you sure have i can't wait and i also can't wait for i mean we have so much brewing on our front that people don't know about we we refer to it from time to time but it's just so much on the horizon i can't wait to finally gradually unleash some of it unleash some of it exactly this sounds intriguing (laughs) you heard it here first i'm sitting here you know and i talk to them all the time and I'm like, do I remember these conversations? Hmm. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> I'll ask you after. I'm like, hmm, what are we planning? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Oh my 
goodness. See, it's like the time I asked my mom if I could roller skate in the kitchen while she was napping. And of course, she said, yes. Yeah. So that's when we hit Val. Val, can we do this? <laughs> Catch yeah. her when she's what sleep deprived. Yes, sure. Yeah. Let's well, do especially it. when I'm sleep deprived. <laughs> you caught me on one of those days. I am sleep deprived because I just came off a round of mid-shifts and I'm going on a round of mid-shifts. But unfortunately, I had another day to catch myself up. So I was able to wake up at a decent time today to be with you all. Yay. 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 Um... (laughs) What do I have? Okay, so the thing I'm bringing to the table is a, it's a very sciencey question, and it's been bothering me ever since I've read this trilogy, and I've never gotten a straight answer, and I might have asked Deb about it in the big group back in the old days, but okay, here it is. Shelly, and I want your theories, and you other two, don't worry about it. You can chime in, too, with your theories. Okay, here we go. Vampire's hair grows really slow, right? Mm Mm-hmm. However, their skin heals really fast after an injury. Mm-hmm. How is that so? Okay, so let's let's. I'm gonna talk through this one as I'm <laughs> uh, like this is almost stream of consciousness. Uh, just so you know, everybody buckle up. Um, okay, <laughs> okay. So let's let's think about normal humans. Our hair grows fast. Our skin does not. Um, okay. Now let's think if if we are considering whatever mutation led to a vampire, since we know from the Book of Life, vampires are, are just an shoot of humans, right? Um, a mutation that would contribute to success, longevity, reproductive success, however you, you look at it, is going to offer an advantage over the original species. So my speculation would be, you know, the, the rapid life cycle of, for example, hair and uh, nails in a mm-hmm. regular human, that is just then put towards a, a more advantageous scenario, which is the healing impact. So skin, blood regeneration, that kind of thing. So the same underlying mechanism, but it just becomes activated in a different cell type. Okay. So, so yeah, go ahead. You're, so what you're saying is your your new skin cells grow faster. Your hair cells, your hair, which is ac- the hair that we see on our head, which is actually the dead cells as it as it pushes out. Right. Your hair dies slower. Correct. Okay. That actually yeah. makes logical. Log- it's logical. Right. I mean, see, that's the thing. None of the things that that Deb suggests in the books are outside, truly outside of normal biology. She just okay. takes them another step or she puts them into play in a different fashion, which is really how evolution and biology work, if you want to think about it. Nature doesn't recreate, it just repurposes. Ah. And uh, to take it a step further, so the tattoos that don't last on gallo glass, mm-hmm. it's because the skin regenerates so fast is what you're, what we're yes. suggesting here. Okay. Yeah. Well, there, that ends that question. Thank you. That was you're good. welcome. <laughs> and um, our panel, we don't know what we're going to do. <laughs> yes, well, we, we do. do. Um, no, I was going to say, I have one we more do science know. question. We do know. Go ahead. Well, the yeah. Brightborn, since the Brightborns are making a comeback, do you think that the Brightborns were the creatures of old that Philippe made reference to about having the power to throw lightning bolts and all that fun stuff? Yeah, probably. I mean, it would make sense if they're. I mean, we know the like Janet Gowdy is a very powerful witch, so we could assume that any of the Brightborns who lean towards the witch tendencies are going to be really powerful, and that's just. I mean, lightning's just elemental power. Mm-hmm. True. So yeah, only he. That would be my yeah, guess. Only he was explaining. He was describing it far more picturesque, in a far more yeah. picturesque manner. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you brought up Chris Shelley, and I'm going to bring him up again. And okay. yeah, he is kind of a bone of contention with us. And if you listen to the after show, you guys know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Chris, I remember you saying in the in the Facebook group that you uh-huh. know a lot of scientists that act like that. Absolutely. Shed some light. Give us examples. <laughs> I need help here. <laughs> um, he, uh, so there's several things that come into play. Um, one, uh, especially if you are uh, a tenure track professor, end up being a tenured professor at a, a, a school with a heavy research emphasis, um, there is sort of automatically a chip that grows from that, if you will. Like you, you have to be expert and you have to be very focused and, and dedicated to your work and a lot of times more than anything. Um, and, you know, I, 
uh, I'll act upon the assumption that no one that knows me from my past life will listen to this podcast. Um, <laughs> like when I was in graduate school, there were some very noted incidences, for example, um, you know, notes that were sent out on major holidays about, oh, well, enjoy your time with your family and then get your asses back in the lab tomorrow because this is what's important. You know, I mean, and we, <laughs> we, we were working on disease models, but we were nowhere close to, you know, quote unquote, curing diseases when I was in grad school. Right. Okay. So they're kind, they're kind of like federal, federal judges attitude wise. Probably. Yes. Um, and the nickname thing, like in my lab, we all had nicknames. Nobody went by their real names. What was your and nickname? Why, why is that? Just, just yeah. like to create camaraderie or. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know if it was a camaraderie thing or if it was, I mean, it could be a sla, a camaraderie slash controlling thing. Like we, we didn't nickname ourselves. We were given a nickname. Right. Right. Your identity is the one I give you. Exactly. Um, so my nickname. Oh, that's creepy. My nickname was actually Elf, like one of Santa's elves, because, um, early in, my grad school days, I was sitting in a red Barca lounger in my advisor's office and someone walked in and said, you look like one of Santa's little elves sitting in his chair. Um, <laughs> I can just, see that though. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. That, that sounds forced though. That sounds forced. Like you must have a nickname. It's going to be elf. Yeah. That's the first thing I saw. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I suppose amongst friends, it's a lot of fun, but like when it's your, the professional people that you'll be working with your whole life, that's kind of not the, yeah moniker that a redheaded female wants to be stuck with her whole life in a male-dominated profession. Exactly. Hmm. Bullshit. It's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> well, I mean, if I'm to be fair to Chris, I'm going to find myself don't, in a moment of being... Don't. I'm going to find myself in a, being a moment of being fair because we do that in the military all the time. All the time. Yeah, but, it, but is you it always a uh, leader and subordinate or can it be subordinate to subordinate? It can be anybody. Depends. It depends on the unit you're working with. Depends how close and small, uh, close knit you guys are. Um, if you're working like, uh, in my career, there's not a whole lot of people doing air, there weren't a whole lot of people doing air traffic control. Our work shifts was just a shift of four people. So you get really, really close and you wind up calling each other's names. Besides, I mean, based on what you did or things that happened or mishaps, uh, one guy, one guy came in, you're not supposed to drink eight hours prior to controlling aircraft. And that's a, that's a given. It makes sense, right? So, so was he 801? (laughs) (laughs) No, no. (laughs) He came in, (laughs) he came in smelling like air freshener one day. (laughs) And we had seen him at the club the night before. And, uh, he got the nickname Glade after that, after he was summoned. Sent home, told to sleep it off. But yes, his, his nickname was Glade. I think he's still known by that, and he works in L.A. Center. And was, FA that because, was that because of the gin coming off of his skin? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. He sprayed himself with air freshener. <laughs> no, that is not helpful. No time to shower. No, no, no time to shower, so I think I'm just going to smell like I pickled myself in a bottle of gin. This is a really brilliant idea. Oh hey, my. He should have gone for the pine cone scent, right? Right. No, he went for the florery, whatever it was in the early 90s, whatever the popular scent was. It might have been like like a fresh linen or something. Yeah, Yeah, linen or fruity peach or some stuff. Good. Yeah. Good. God. Whatever he could grab in the bar bathroom, probably. Yes. So he wound up with a nickname, Glade. And yes, he does work at LA Center to this day. Well, if he was smart, that that would have been the precursor to Axe. Axe body spray. That's a crime against humanity, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Those of you with teenagers know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Teenage boys, specifically. They don't make it for girls. Girls have that uh, Bath and Body Works crime against humanity. Oh, yeah. I haven't ventured into that that place in years since they discontinued discontinued pretty much all I liked. (laughs) That's what they do. They figure out exactly what what you like and they discontinue it. Well, it seems like they discontinue a lot of the popular stuff. Creamy coconut was my favorite because it just smelled like coconut. It's just oh, I like the key lime. That one was nice and coconut lime verbena verbana. That was good too. That was really good. That one you still can find. I see it in hotels and the shampoo all the time. Yeah, but you can't buy it in the Bath and Body Works. Yeah, they store. don't offer it, uh, retail. And then they had yeah. that really nice sandalwood rose. Yeah, which that one was good. Apparently, was expensive to make, so they got rid of it. Well, yeah. 
So I no longer so, shop there. Hmm. I know. Anything else? Hmm. Anything else? I mean, since we're just talking. What about our write-ins? Our write-ins. I was going to say no that one, for housekeeping. No one had questions for her? Oh, okay. Uh-oh. Yeah. Or, <laughs> I was just going to say that right, for let's housekeeping. Let's sit in silence and wait for housekeeping. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, 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 Shelly, the, the question I asked you before, I don't know if it's giving a preview onto your talk or not, but we have been going it's back not, and forth yeah. a long time ago about how maybe Baldwin was a weaver before he was turned. Yes. Uh, so, no, that's not giving away my talk. So, the okay. do you want to ask the question again? You might. Yes, okay. yes. Do you, do you think that might be a possibility given all the weird connections and I, they seem to have a weird affinity? that's inexplicable. So I agree that they have an affinity. I don't think that he was probably a weaver, but I think that they probably would have some overlapping of the the non-coding regions, you know, the I don't know if we want to call them the demon regions at this point in time. Since we know that's what makes a witch a weaver is having some of those extra demon sequences and those demon sequences are going to be present uh, throughout the population at large, some of them. Um, and so I think there probably are some overlaps in those areas between Baldwin and Diana, and that is the affinity they sense for for each other. So maybe uh, since you can have, like I'm thinking of Susanna Norman and her husband, they had witch kids, but he was human. He could have been like a witchy carrier, maybe? Yes. So he would have had some of the proper non-coding oh, sequences. I love that. That's delicious. That is so delicious. That is even better than him getting taken to task by the love of his life who isn't impressed with him. I like that even better. Make make him a witch carrier, Deb. It'd be beautiful. <laughs> So, Jean, can you tell me uh, what prompted that thought? What is was there a specific passage or something? Um, well, the part in the the part in the helicopter. Okay, just the the way it's written, and when he brushes up against her, it's more than just your dad. And I think it was more than just her confusing him from a vision, right? And just the, the fact that he hates that she's a witch, but he kind of gives her her due right away. And some of the thing, the, more the manner of the back and forth with them, it's like yes. There's a lot of tension, but on the other hand, there's this underlying, almost like subconscious connection between them. And the fact that they're so much alike and they're so bullheaded and so kind of like siblings, like you don't look anything alike, but there's just these ingrained mannerisms and stuff, which for people who had never met before is kind of strange. They are very alike in a lot of ways. And that's why probably they don't get along. It's like, And I don't think it's just because they're both Leos. No, but also Isabeau is the same way too. She Mm -hmm. clashes with with uh, Baldwin in a lot of ways. And I just think it's they want what they want when they want it. They're just yeah. those type of people. <laughs> well, yeah, but Val, actually your point with Isabeau supports what Jean and I are saying because we know Isabeau is a carrier for blood rage. So that means that she has to have a lot of the demonic sequences. Okay. I see that. I can see that. If we're going with that, sure. <laughs> I mean, I, I can yeah, definitely it, see it. It probably depends on which sequences, you, which uh, non-coding sequences you carry as, whether you're a carrier for blood rage you know, that's going to trigger for blood rage with a vampire or if it's going to trigger as a you know for yeah. a witch with a human or so yeah. the sequences are the tie that binds and are specifically demonic sequences <laughs> I, I'm calling them demonic sequences simply because that's how Deb refers to them in Book of Life yeah. they they talk about you know the the demon segments being what generates blood rage if you have too many in a vampire so Got I don't it. right so okay. here's something totally non-scientific, and Angela and Gina know what I'm talking about. I went hunting because uh, we decided to do some Matthew Mondays, and I went hunting for some Matthew good pictures, and I found a whole bunch where it's like, where has the fandom been hiding these? They have not been showing them because <laughs> they it, are so not goody two shoes. Oh, is it the my one God. like of him in the bathtub with the no, teacup? No, 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 no. Well, I no, hope we plan on sharing. They're not. They're not that. <laughs> Kind, they're not that kind of picture. Oh. They are just, you Moody know, the, the couple of those pictures that were taken to promote the crown with him and Vanessa, the black and white ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I can't wait to show it. Uh, I already scheduled them on our Facebook page, but I was like looking at it. I was like, where it's like his personal fans don't like seeing him that way. And correct me if I'm wrong, Matthew, good fans, but you guys like seeing him as a upper crusty dude and a tight and all put together. I kind of like it messy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I do. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's that. Look forward to those coming in the future. Oh, yeah. There's just something so loche about it. Uh, yeah. Rawr. <laughs> 
Yeah. So if you guys, uh, any of you out there have your uh, saying, this guy is not my Matthew, I'm, I hang on to your hats. We'll probably re- convince I you. I challenge otherwise. you. I challenge you to look at these pictures and say, oh, no, they're not Matthew. Oh, my God. No, he's fully dressed. Nothing. Yeah. Just just a different Maybe side a bare of ankle here and there. Yes. Well, to- depending on where you are, that does it for some people. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of hand porn for me. So <laughs> yeah, a lot of pictures of him smoking. And when I figured out how to caption it, I'm like it looks like he swallowed Cora. <laughs> <laughs> It's perfect. It is perfect. perfect. Oh, that is a hot picture. Gene, that's your favorite, isn't it? That is a hot picture. I think, yeah, I think so. And then there's that other one where his hair's all tousled and a little bit longer. That's what I like. He almost looks like kind of 50s, 1950s Matthew. Just being broody, reading poetry in the corner. Very broody. Super broody. (laughs) So have you researched, Phil, and you looked at his his fan following and they they don't post those or what? the, The Matthew good fans that I've seen out there they post these pictures where he's in period dress or he's all put Mm. together or they got those earlier pictures you know the ones where we used to make fun of and he kind of looked like a baby yeah very very young very very young young. and I'm like whose child is this no this oh god I was like oh my god I have to share these with Gene (laughs) of course I did yesterday So, yeah. Yeah. I think I also said on an after show that Richard had left the building yeah. for me in my head. And that was the saddest yeah. day ever. Yes. Not so, yeah. It's sad. It's better now. I'm better. <laughs> Definitely yeah. better. I can't wait to see him. And with his voice. I uh, Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. I, I'm I totally that. Just uh, fine. I'm being that girl. I'm just. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's all good now. Yep. You've had your moment. Yep. There's my moment. <laughs> Anything else before we close out this roundtable discussion? Anything? Anything? Think of anything. Uh, okay. Oh, Shelly. Yes. Um, what are you looking forward to in Times Convert? Oh, that's a good one. Um, I think I am definitely looking forward to learning more about a proper vampire woman. <laughs> we may, may or may not. We'll see. <laughs> I think I'm beginning to think that a proper vampire woman is you need to act appropriately improper. Or I should say improper in a timely and appropriate manner. You need to know how to time your Proprietary Yes, improper. Yes. I still think it's a myth. Properly improper. I, 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 was say, I don't think there's a definition. I think it's when, as we always say, govern yourselves accordingly. So I think improper or proper, however you want to govern yourself according to the situation. I think it's just something people say. I don't think, I think it's exactly a myth, too. I think it's a myth. Just like in the 50s, how you were supposed to be as a, a housewife and they were all popping pills and. <laughs> I think I think it's a dig too. I think it's for when vampires like Varen say you're not a proper wife or you're not a proper vampire wife. I mean, you can't define it, so it's always going to be elusive. Yeah, what yeah. what exactly? You're not is a acting the way I think you wife. should be acting. Right. Yeah, can someone s- send me the checklist, please? Because yes. I haven't yes. I haven't seen her or him. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, if we're going to be you know non gender specific, mm-hmm. her or him, proper okay. vampire spouse. There you go. Ah, one more roundtable question. Okay, what is everybody looking forward to the most? At the con. Friday night. <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> Party hunter. <laughs> no, we'll be done with our panel. That's all. That'll be, yeah. That'll be mission yeah. accomplished. Yeah. And then we're gonna, just... we're gonna be on Friday. So that's, that's, we're still gonna be the first thing people see on the live stream though. So that hasn't changed. We're still, yeah. but at least we'll get to sleep in. It won't be first thing in the morning. Mm-hmm. This is true. Right. Although I'm afraid that we might be all hyped up if, given what we're following. I know. You might have some jumping bean bean. Demons running around, just like oh <laughs> may have to sm- that may have to come out and smack me. Snap out of it. <laughs> Since Angela will be otherwise indisposed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Shelly, what are you looking forward to? I am looking forward to the opportunity to see everyone in person again. You know, kind of wow. like, kind yeah. of like a, I hate to use the term class reunion because we are way better than any class reunion I would ever attend. But, you know, I mean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, yeah. and it was amazing. Val, you pointed out in our Facebook group. Oh, my God. You know, the, the picture that Wendy posted or Angela posted and we could recognize people. We actually know each yes. other and mm-hmm. uh, talk to each other. So it's like we can call each other by name on Facebook. Even uh, it was Dora thanked Stephen for something on Twitter. And it's like, that is such a public forum and to actually feel like you know somebody yes. <laughs> because of uh, yeah. not only All Souls Con, but our Facebook group and yeah, other forums. Exactly. Being discussers together is kind of nice. It is kind of nice. I did, I, oh, I did see that tweet. Where Dora's like, thank you, Stephen. I was like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> you kind of feel like su- it's successful matchmaking. 
Yes. In a way. It's like, right. You found your people. Kind of yes. like fairy godmother. Let me like yeah. this. Um, I'm looking forward to Demon Hour. Oh, now. I, I think that'll be fun. I think the place that we found is going to be kind of cool. Right. We're going to have to post that in the... Um, mm-hmm. I promised Laura that we would post it at Facebook group for All Souls Con. So. Yeah. I, I think we owe it to the discussers to let them know first, though. Absolutely. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> we will. We will. So we'll put it in our Facebook group first and then... Yeah. Yeah. That's how we're going to do that. Um, Yeah. So. That place you picked out just from the picture, I was like, oh, yeah, this is definitely where we'd hang out. I mean, it's not quite the, bro- it's not quite the green door, but... You know, it's Philadelphia. It'll do. I think it will do. It's indoors, though. So there's air conditioning. Yes. So we won't be melting. (laughs) (laughs) All packed onto the outdoor patio in New Orleans in September. Sweating. Oh, yeah. I really thought it was going to be cooler. As Deb said, we were properly ensconced, at least for the signing portion of the sweat-a-thon. Yeah. Mm, Yeah. Under the umbrella, it's still hot as fuck. Yes. (laughs) Monopolizing that one comfortable couch. (laughs) Yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I am looking forward to. Um, are you guys going to carry me up the rocky steps so I can take a picture to, to look like I ran up there? <laughs> I need to do that. Maybe. Okay, cool. I can just about do it by myself. I don't know about that. I'll take a picture <laughs> of you coming up. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know that I can aid you and assist. You mean crawling? <laughs> <laughs> I just need to do that. That's just one day. I know there's other activities around it, but I just, my main focus is Demon Hour, the two days of the con, and we're leaving out pretty early. We're leaving out what, yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. But we are coming in on Wednesday, so we are going to spend yeah. some time. I just want to see the love statue. Yes, that too. We're going to yeah. take all the pictures around all the things and then go back yes. in the air conditioning. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Uh, I think this may be a craft beer trip this time. It's definitely not an absinthe yeah. trip. Yeah. No. I think, a pub, I think a pub crawl is in order, honestly. Oh, I think that's easily doable. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll do that. Anything else, anybody, before we move on to the next thing? Yeah. Going yeah. once? Going twice? Sold. All right. We're out of here. We are going to do housekeeping. Housekeeping. I'm going to start out with Stevens and Jean. I don't think you were in this session of casts, so I'm going to paste it in here. Oh, I think, no, I think we talked about it before. The chess? Yeah, the chess. You want to read it first before we do it? Okay. Here you go, Jean. See it? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Hello again, demons. We are back from our short visit to Italy, and I was thinking of a new topic for you to discuss. Deb has made frequent references to the game of chess throughout the trilogy, starting with Matthew and Hamish playing in Scotland early in the Discovery of Witches, then with the 16th century white queen chess piece Matthew lost and Diana used as a historical object for time spinning. And then finally, with references to the Queen's Gambit in the scene where Matthew was rescued from Benjamin in the Book of Life. Matthew is depicted as a queen, king, excuse me, and Diana is <laughs> queen throughout these books. When Diana concluded her first meeting with the congregation in Venice, we learned that Isabel and Diana referred to Gerber and Domenico as the bishop pair, presumably as they made their moves on the field diagonally and not in a straight direction, period. Isabel refers to herself as the rook. My question is, what chess pieces could be used to describe some of the other major characters. I would start by proposing Baldwin as another rook, as he is a stabilizing voice of reason when rescued Diana from the Oubliette. Knox and Satu would be knights as they jump all over other characters who could block their progress. What do y'all think? Hmm. Well, I was going to say, ages ago we were talking about this, and I always read their coded messages as to referring to Baldwin as the rook, because Baldwin was basically the one running the operation and um, acting as Diana's right hand when it came yeah. to rescuing right. Matthew. And that's how he also served Philippe as a rook. Well, yes, Philippe was as king, a rook. right? As Philippe was king. Right. Okay. Um, I think on Philippe's chessboard, Isabel would definitely be queen because mm-hmm. um, she was all over the place causing problems or <laughs> or solving problems depending yeah, on how, I think she's how you way more. It. She's way more a queen than a rook. I yeah. Would agree. Yeah. But on Matthew's chessboard, I would definitely see Jillian as the first pawn. Yes, yes for sure. Yeah. On the opposite side. What you got for me next? You know? uh, here's a question. Where What do you think Hamish should be? Uh, I'm not a real big chess player, so I don't under- know a whole lot about how everything moves. I think he would be a bishop. Yeah, I was going to say, I think Hamish is a bishop, too. Yeah. Okay. Just because of the way he operates. 
just and the way he thinks it's very clear and very straightforward. I only know mm-hmm. mob analogies. <laughs> so yeah. he's, he's like the consigliere, like Asa. Yes, very much so. <laughs> All right. So if we were to switch the uh, chessboard to a mob board, <laughs> oh, geez. where would you place everybody, Angela? Well, of course, Philippe is the godfather when he's alive, but then they have the capos and the capos would be all the, I would say for sure, his sons, his immediate sons and Matthew. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Matthew's definitely a made, the made man. Yes. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Whether he's an underboss or a capo or yeah. um, he's definitely not one of the general public, just a, a thug. So, but there's yeah. <laughs> just, just the muscle. He's a yeah. Bad man. <laughs> yeah. Although he's the muscle when he has to be being the assassin. So he, right. he could be the contract yeah. killer for sure. Right. <laughs> so in that analogy, the mob boss analogy, like how I threw out as Jillian as the pawn, what would she f- wind up being on your mob board? I, just a neighborhood rat. Not even. <laughs> rat. I mean, she's, she's trying to get her foot in the door and trying right. to you know carry out missions. Yeah, exactly. Right. And right. it didn't end well for her. Yeah. Snitches get stitches. Well, there she won't go. need them. It won't yeah. help. That <laughs> won't help there. Yeah, I don't think she would deserve the. That's too much work with a concrete block and yeah. in the river. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but look at look at Ransom. He runs the nightclub, the Bada Bing <laughs> nightclub. <laughs> oh my God! He fills so it with his savory and unsavory people. Right. So who's Joe Pesci in this scenario? Joe Pesci. Oh, he's he was the wild card, the loose cannon. So oh God. <laughs> Oh yeah, Joe. Kill on a kill on a hair trigger. I mean, I don't know. That is I don't one know we, my, actually, the Godfather oh, wasn't Pesci my favorite. Would be Benjamin. Yeah, I'll say. Yeah. The, you think definitely? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Casino. Oh. Uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking the other one. Goodfellas. Um, Goodfellas. Oh, that, th- I was. That's my casino. favorite mob movie. Sorry. <laughs> hey, he plays the same character in every one. He does. <laughs> He's pretty much the same one. So Stephen, yeah. Look what we did to your little scenario. <laughs> we turned it into we turned it into a vampire version of the craze. <laughs> okay. So now we have a speak pipe message from Angela. Thank you, Angela. New England Angela. And I will play it for you all. Hi, demons. Hi, Shally. It's New England Angela. And I have a question for everybody in the room right now. Uh, basically, if you were stranded on Mount St. Michelle with no end in sight, with two characters from the world of all souls, who would you choose and why? Um, for me, it would be Matthew because, well, we drink a lot of wine and we know that he probably has a secret wine cellar hidden somewhere on that island. And then I'd definitely be able to get to the bottom of all of his secrets because we know how many secrets Matthew has. And if there's no end in sight, imagine all the secrets that he could be hiding and telling me over many, many bottles of fine, fine wine. And then the second one, well, Gene will agree with me on this one. It's got to be Baldwin because, you know, it's all about the D, Gene. And, um, you know, a girl has needs. So can't complain there. So uh, that's my question. And I can't wait to hear your answers. Talk soon. Demon kisses. Bye. Thanks, Angela. Yes, indeed it is all about the day. <laughs> so we'll start with our guest. Shelly, who uh, would you like to be? Okay, my first one's going to be really obvious. Uh, Galaglass. Hello. I keep him busy. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, my second one actually would be Mart. Ooh. Yes. She'd feed me. Yes. Good point. <laughs> Excellent point. Plan That's ahead. what's I important. Like I like that. <laughs> Angela, how about you? Can I have three? Sure. <laughs> I mean, since we're making it up. Yeah. yeah right, 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 right. We're oh, demons. Well, we changed the rules. Yes. Yeah. I would want, and this is unusual. I would, My first two reactions were Baldwin and Pierre because I'm the Libra. I got to have both because no doubt I love Fails. Baldwin. Yeah. He's going to aggravate me. I'm going to need a break from him <laughs> at some point. True. So my, my Pierre, you know, he's, he'll never aggravate me. He's just going to be there to be my, my rock. Um, but then I thought, you know what? It would be interesting to have Hamish there because Deb does make a lot of references on Twitter that Baldwin and Hamish, um, frequently get together to discuss how they're going to manipulate. And I should say manipulate because Hamish, <laughs> that's, that's a big word for Hamish. Mm-hmm. Um, but just talk about world politics and how they're going to, uh, fight against the operation and some of the politics that are going on at large. So It's the funny thing about Baldwin and Hamish. I see them as pretty much the same, but with different methods, yes. different methodology yes. with them. 
So that's I lean more towards Hamish because I think I would handle things more like him <laughs> than Baldwin. <laughs> I, I tend to. But yeah, I, I like them both. I think they're very practical. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not encumbered by dumb Nonsense. shit. Yeah. <laughs> they both say it like it is, but the delivery is different. The delivery yeah, is just way like, different. Just like Baldwin and Philippe. Yep. Yep. I would say that. Okay. Jean. You. Ah, uh, oh, mine. Okay. Mine would be, well, Baldwin, yeah. And, okay. um, Fernando, because, well, <laughs> there's two because. <laughs> <laughs> the first because, the first because, the more practical because is I would love to, I would love to hear them both dump all their baggage on each other because I want to know just what the hell Fernando thinks Baldwin had to do with Hugh's demise. Cause there are so many things. Right. Deb said there's at least half a dozen, and I want to know what all of them are. So you want the knockdown drag out before the makeup? Yeah. Well, then the makeup <laughs> will be better. <laughs> my, thought is, my thought is this, you know, it's like, you know, there's there's more than one way they can entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> Either in an observational capacity or in a participatory capacity. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna do this today. <laughs> oh my God! Thank you, New England, Angela, for opening the gate to this ditch. <laughs> oh my God! Oh my God! It is not a ditch. Don't kid yourself. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Okay. Ooh. All right. What's yours, Val? <laughs> <Okay. laughs> uh, 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 did I pee myself? No. Good. Okay. Glasses have given you problems. <laughs> okay. So, uh, Hamish, obviously, because I need somebody around, somebody who is sane around me. <laughs> I guess that leaves me out. <laughs> <laughs> but for my dose of crazy, I'd want to have Isabeau and Father Hubbard, just because I think that mishmash would be nuts, if that makes sense. Because Father Hubbard is so ruled by scripture. Oh, they pick at each other all day long. It'd make you crazy. It'd make you crazy. That's why Hamish is there. See? I thought this out. Okay. Okay. I thought this out. I mean, it was, uh, it's nothing as, but I I do feel like I would be thoroughly entertained that way. There you go. That doesn't take care of my other needs, but I just intellectually, that would do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll leave it there. <laughs> uh, you're a Virgo. I'm a Scorpio. Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. <laughs> we have another speak pipe message, and this one's from Lauren. So let me grab it right quick. Hi, demons. It's Lauren. I'm super tired because I've been out at day camp all day this week, but I just want to say hi to you and Dr. Shelley. I'm so sad I'm missing this episode because I haven't had time to keep up, but I can't wait to meet you guys at the con in a couple weeks, and I hope you have a great episode. Bye. Thanks, Lauren. We can't wait to meet you. That was the nicest. That was so nice of her. And we can't meet, wait to meet all of you out there. Oh, I know. Or see you, see you again, for that matter. Yeah. Meet new people and see familiar faces. Mm-hmm. Shelly, tell us how fun it was last year. It was awesome. It was more fun than a girl should have. <laughs> but we had oh, it anyways. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to do it again. Well, do it again. <laughs> oh, I, don't yes. know, I don't know that we should try to top it, though. <laughs> God, I would I would say that being in Philadelphia, it, the fun may have just a tiny bit of a different flavor than New Orleans. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's inevitable. You, New Orleans has its own, you know, mm-hmm. status similar to Vegas. It sure does. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. New Orleans is more of a, a bar, historical bar dropped in a city. <laughs> Perfect description. It's coming back to me now. Ooh. Yeah, I'm like, were we hungover? We were just tired. <laughs> we, we were hungover. Yeah. We were Sunday was a little bit rough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I do, I do know that. For some of us more than others. I yeah. failed you guys, though, because I want, so wanted to 
go take an Uber and go to the drive through daiquiri bar. And we never did because that I was, was so tired. hot on Sunday yeah. is what part of the problem was. That's right. It was hot. Angela, that was after her chip debacle. That was the day after. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, chip. Yeah, I was going to say, I think our, our we concluded our, our stay in New Orleans by watching the pack and Biggie. Big- yeah, t- documentary, <laughs> documentary right? yeah. <laughs> with Ice T. Tupac and Biggie. It was a documentary. We just stayed in the room and watched that. <laughs> yeah. It was like the murder mystery. It was the demon murder mystery. Yeah. The saddest thing ever. Okay. So we have one more from Allie. Uh, Angela, you want to grace us and read sure. hers? I'll- from Allie, our yogini. She says, hey, y'all. Uh, she's talking about her half hour left to our- meeting our deadline. And I only have a few questions for you regarding the con. Once I get my hands on all of you, do do I have to let go? Hugs for days. What do you think, oh. guys? I don't want to let go. No. Nah. It's not our actual first time meeting Allie in person. I know. So I feel like we know her. Yes. We do know her. <laughs> I mean, she was our very first guest on this podcast, actually. That's yes. right. She was. Yes, she was. She was. All right. Now for Shelly. She says, it seems to me that being able to so clearly and specifically dive into the science behind the all souls world would just about force you to recognize the plausibility of mutations as described in the series. Do you ever catch yourself looking at research in the light of the trilogy? How many times have you seen something and chuckled at the similarity or or connection to knowledge of all souls? I can't wait to see you all soon. Get the kids excited, too. Yay! Get the kids! Um, so to answer her question, absolutely. Uh, it's, it's kind of humorous. Actually, last year, right before the con, I came across a paper that was just published about, um, the rapid mutations that showed up in the last woolly mammoth population. Basically, when the population collapsed and there were just a few woolly mammoths left on this one island, um, the samples from those, uh, fossilized remains versus remains from when the population was all throughout Europe show a lot of different mutations. And so that always makes me think of what Matthew is digging into um, and trying to find, you know, what's leading to the decrease in creatures. And also as he sees, you know, like witches losing their power, if you will, or not being as powerful because those portions of the DNA aren't needed anymore. So there's just rampant mutations working kind of the other way, you know, to the detriment of well, the same way to the detriment of creatures, just like some of these mutations work to the detriment of the last woolly mammoth population. So, yes, because I'm a dork <laughs> like that. I, I think we're all dorks like that because I read <laughs> yeah. history the way you read science and keep going. Well, I wonder how this person knew Philippe. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we f- we follow our own little rabbit holes and. <laughs> somewhere yeah we have yeah. to pull each other out <laughs> i'm always shocked though whatever comes out of shelly's mouth the woolly mammoth i did not expect her to be talking about that <laughs> i know i know <laughs> i mean blonde people maybe but the woolly mammoth that was well what, what was the last one the horned the horned the the, the, the spade foot toad spade foot toad yep. yes that's yeah. right and the and no, the, the one horned frog is the m- mascot for t- texas christian university <laughs> you're rubbing off at me gene yeah <laughs> And the moth. What the was moth, that? Yes. The moth. Yes, the, fe- yeah, yeah. moth? the peppered moth, yep. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was, was like, uh, my brain just exploded. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was me just now. I'm like, the woolly mammoth. Wait, I didn't hear a word she said after that. It's <laughs> <was> like, <laughs> wait, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Clean up. <laughs> So, Allie, I hope you got something out of that. (laughs) Besides just head exploding. Yeah. (laughs) We'll see see you on the 10th. Yes. I can't wait. We can't wait. Hugs for everybody. Did she say she's bringing Gid the kid? Yes, I think, right? Yes, I think she is. I want to see him. I love that kid. Yeah, we might have to, we might have to like tie Angela in the corner so we can return your child. So, (laughs) yeah. Uh oh. Okay, so uh, coming up is a special statement for the show. It is Shelly's topic, and she hasn't told us what it is. So, and uh, as Jean was saying, this is a perk of being a patron. One of them. Yay! All Plus right. the swag. Yes. Plus the swag. Plus the swag. Plus the swag. And the after show. Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> statement for the show. Save it for the show. Guys, save it for the show. Okay. Take it away, Shelly. Okay. So, as everyone knows, or maybe everyone doesn't, but as a lot of you know, I am Southern. We are the queens and kings in a lot of ways of 
inappropriate conversations, but not in front of people. So my save it for the show is about the appropriateness of airing certain gripes in the large public Facebook group that is moderated by Deb. (laughs) Good one. (laughs) Okay. Uh, so I can give one specific example, and I absolutely am am not at all uh, disparaging that this is a legitimate concern. What I am disparaging is airing it in this fashion. For example, complaining about the cost of the book. Mm. Oh, that you yeah. do not do that ever. Period. No. But yeah, I mean, like long thread rants about the cost of the book. And I was like, do you do people have to know that Deb lives here with the rest of us? I mean, really? You know, yeah, that's my save it for the show. Just the cost. I mean, there are libraries. Yes, (laughs) there are libraries. And, And a corollary of that is trolling to get someone to buy it for you. Yeah. Yes. Poor mouthing in the group about, oh, I really want it, but da 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 da, and preying on the kindness. And there are people in that that group that are so, so especially kind mm-hmm. and taking advantage of people. I just do not cotton to that since we are talking Southern. Exactly. Um, only because I've, I've also seen in other fandoms, and as y- y'all know, I'm in indie romance, there are people who go. It seems like from release to release in, in different author groups, and it's always, you know, my grand, I can't afford to buy, I love this book and I can't afford to buy it because my grandmother's died for the 43rd time, or, you know, oh. I've gotten my husband's thrown away my books again, and it's the same people over and over and over. Seems like you need to throw Basically, away your husband. Uh, yeah, that's what I was no, going to say. Just, yeah. You know, look at, looking for trolling for three free books. Yeah, right. yeah. Right. So I, I'm mm-hmm. kind of skeptical about that whole thing, personally. Not to oh, mention the fact saying, my Angela? mama always taught me not to go begging. I mean, that that particular one, I can see that they're, yeah, they're trilling for a free book or hoping for, I don't know, some sympathy for a free book. But impropriety aside, there are proper channels. Shouting into the interwebs doesn't get you very far. You just, it seems like you just want to hear the, the sound of your own voice or see the, mm-hmm. your own keystrokes. Um, but there's proper channels to, to write in or to, I don't, I had a boss and it still holds true even as a parent. Don't tell me the problem. Tell me the solution. What do yeah. you have? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. And, and another thing bring, Shelly brings up as far as it being Deb's house is the almost glee people take and pointing out, especially with World of Also's, pointing out the problems. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's like, you know, okay, there's mistakes in there. We all know it. But to constantly bring them up. Well, and I mean, at the end of the day, for all that we put Deb on a, a pedestal and, and the other authors of the World of All Souls on a pedestal, they're still people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, right, right. there are some other very well-known authors who have been writing much, much longer than Deb. And, you know, in one particular case, I know an author forgot three books later which arm his main character had lost. And so for like half the book, he has the other arm. You know, I mean, (laughs) (laughs) they're they're not a continuity editor. Yeah. Right. (laughs) But yeah. Oh, that's funny. (laughs) It's magic. Yeah. (laughs) Did it take away from your enjoyment of the, of the way the plot moved forward? Not really. He still got got one arm. That was the important part. You know, I mean, (laughs) or, you know, it's like, Oh, they summarize the whole thing with, Baldwin and Varen, it's like the summary. It, you're worried about what the summary says, people. It's not right. changing canon. Well, and I, I think people like that, it's like when they get it out, I almost want to say, okay, what did that get you? Did you get right. a raise? Oh, do, you, do you feel better now? <laughs> do you, <laughs> you know, <laughs> last month that, that gal who is, I mean, I swear to God, Deb was like, not, she, she finally came to the end of her star with the gal with the birthday, the rebirthday thing. Oh, she I missed re- that one. Remind me, oh. remind us, remind us. Uh, the woman, we had, well, the, it, it happened more than once. First, I got, I got PM because I just pointed out, hey, Matthew's rebirthday is the 15th of June, blah, 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 blah. It's right. And then she's like, no, it's not because it says the second Monday or you know, oh. the way it's, it's, it's referred to. It's like, if you look at the calendar, that can't be the 15th and this and that. And I'm like, Hey, I don't know what to tell you, but right on Matthew's Facebook page, which dab runs, it says June 15th is his rebirthday. So we kind of accept that as true since the author says so. Well, in yeah. her website on her calendar, she has it. Yeah. Up. 
Yeah, exactly. And this person says, well, just because she said so isn't good enough for me. Right. Right. <laughs> wow. Even the one even the one person arguing with Deb when she's like, no, Matthew would not same, like that. <laughs> it was the same person that was arguing with Deb. Because when, when it was June 15th, she hopped on the big group and posted that again after after posting it before and then getting it into it with me privately she posted it again and deb actually used caps Ooh, professor voice came out (laughs) she broke out the caps because it was just like Mm. really you're gonna argue about that and you're gonna argue with the author about that It, it just seems disrespectful to me at some point yeah, and that I guess that's my whole my whole point. I mean, it, I think some people are just wired. They just want to be on yeah. like that. This, uh, yeah. Oh, this. it's like the guy the other. Did you see the guy the other day uh, going on about Soviet parapsychologists and Onik? No, no, it was Odic, no. Odic Energy or something. Oh Lord, yeah. Take a look at it. It's entertaining, Shelley. You and your <laughs> science brain will just love it. <laughs> <laughs> and Matthew's like, no, he wouldn't like that. Yes, he would. <laughs> yeah, Deb said no. Ma- Matthew would think he's a crackpot. Well, why? I think he wouldn't. I think he would be very interested in this. Um, you're talking to on. Matthew, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> when you're talking to Deb, you're talking and to Matthew. On. So what is going on there? Oh, it's like, uh, Angela, you remember this? Like a few weeks ago when um, we posted something about the fireplace in Venice, right? Yes. And, oh, and yes. then somebody somebody got on Twitter and thought it was a drawing out of the world of all souls, but no, it was actually a photograph, but it was in black and white. So we brought out the color one that Deb shared with us like years ago, which was when the same. she was actually standing in the standing in the Palazzo, yeah, yeah. and yeah. decided that was their house in Venice, right? And so I guess the saying was worded wrong for this girl. In oh, Latin. she didn't like the spelling. She didn't like yeah. the Latin spelling, and she's like, "Shouldn't it be this?" And it's like. I I don't engage in Twitter. Well, lately I've been militant, but okay, that aside. Anyway, I don't engage in Twitter, but it forced me to say, I don't know what it should be, but the fact that I'm showing you this photograph and it's spelled that way, I know that it is. So right. why <laughs> why are you doing this to yourself? Why are you arguing? Oh my God. Why are you arguing about how it was spelled in the 16th century as opposed to what you found on Google? It is terrible. There's, there's a lack of flexibility in thinking generally i think Ugh. well you know and that goes back i think you guys uh it's not been a save it for a show but it came up in the smaller discussion group like why can we not have intellectual discussions about these topics that aren't canon like the whole conversation about what if gala glass had been female oh that right. was a great conversation that was a great conversation but mega church went ape shit crazy over that one you know i'm, I mean, glad. <laughs> I'm glad i'm glad i missed that <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because then people are pulling out. Oh, if I was Deb, I would be mortally offended that you would say that. Oh, Why? yeah, they were. Yeah, that was the big one. It's like, what are you doing? Da, 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 da. It's like it's just we're throwing. We're not saying she should have. We're just saying, well, what? We're playing what, what if? if people. Right. What if hypothetically? Because we used to play what if all the time. Yeah. Well, it was when, was small, when the group was small. Yeah. Yeah. When the group when was, the group was small, small, we did that all the time. So we uh, had her repost it in our Facebook group, and right, and we had and a lot of fun with it. We had a lot of fun yeah. with it. I, I mean, Gallo Glassina, my <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> my my attitude would not change towards her. <laughs> I still think she would need to shut the fuck up when it comes to telling but, Diana. But I, you know what? Right. If she would have been female, I think she would have. She would you have more. She would have not. She would have seen the danger in oversharing just because she's female. Because yeah. I think that's more of a personality thing. Uh, well, I, I, th- think, I think it was. She would have been. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just saying. I, generally speaking, women are not raised, but conditioned to be more a little more intuitive. Yeah. I think she would have I, been better at saying there would there was absolutely no utility in the sharing. Yes, and so why bother? Yeah, maybe yeah. I, I I can yeah. see that it's not going to fix anything. Right. I'm curious. It's probably going to make things worse. Right. I'm cu- curious if readers, I don't know, even 20 years from now, they pick up the book, he'll have a different view on that. I mean, just because, you know, even pansexual, it's a person. If you're attracted to the person's intellectual, yeah. if the, you know, their physical appearance, um, I wonder if, I don't know, if readers have an op- more open mind 20 years from now. Yeah. 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 That was, that was from Lisa, right? Lisa, yes. Lisa, yes. Lisa C. Thanks. Lisa shouts Lisa. Thanks for that. 
<laughs> yeah, that was, I was like, really? They gave you a problem about this? Okay, let me tell you about what I think of Gal Glassina versus Gal Glass. <laughs> <laughs> She should have. She should have still shut her fucking mouth. <laughs> and that's point. my thoughts on that. Yeah. That's true. So, oh, anything else to add to Shelley's topic on the save it for the show? Anything else? Don't curse at mom's house. Well, I, apparently cursing is more permitted now in mom's house. I think that yeah, was mom. a miss. I think they missed it. Oh yeah, probably. I think it was an oversight because I, I think at this point, I think at this point, it's so meme, meme intense that they're not. I think they're burned out on all the memes and just leaving them alone because yeah. people, people have been getting very like, "Well, I put this up and you took it down." Da, 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 da. It's like, what was the fifteenth time somebody posted it? So we took fourteen of them down, and one of them was <laughs> yours. Get over it. Yeah, you weren't. Yeah, you weren't the first. So yeah, yeah. I, I do. Um, I have to say this in their defense. Uh, the admin team has got their hands full because there's a uh, lot of members in so there, hard. I mean, and they are definitely is, working hard. Things have gotten hard. a lot better. Honestly, yes. I think in a lot of ways. Yes, definitely. All right. So last thoughts and things we can't let go of after this. So start thinking about your last thoughts, guys. Find this show wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Contact us. We are at demonsdiscuss at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail, 360-519-7836. Or leave us one on SpeakPipe, speakpipe.com slant demonsdiscuss. Hit us up on social media, and we are at Demons Discuss or at Demons Domain. Join our Facebook group, Demonic Discussers. The keys to get in are in the show notes. And if you're listening on your mobile device, click the description. It'll be there, too. Become a discusser. And there are two ways to do that now. And if you're in the U.S., text A-D-O-W as an ADAL, as in a discovery of witches. So text A-D-O-W to 444-999. Or visit demonsdiscuss.com. Scroll down, fill out the form, and spam our code, and that's at your discusser. Visit our main site, demonsdomain.com, to see what we're up to. And if you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Keep Angela alive! What's your last thought, Shelley? So my last thought is how dynamically eclectic this fan club group, whatever you want to call it is, and what like wonderfully interesting people are part of it. Um, you know, not just, you know, it almost sounds like a joke if you say, you know, an air traffic controller, an auditor, a lawyer, and a scientist walk into an absinthe bar. But, you know, I mean, like that that kind of <laughs> group is what we have in the fandom. And I, I just think it's great. And I, I love that everyone plays to their strengths in discussing the books. And as a result, we get a much richer experience. Yay! Yay. I love that. Yeah. I almost want to cry a little. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sweet. I, I felt my heart wiggle. I know. <laughs> I heard a crackling sound. I think it was mine trying to move. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That is awesome. So, Jean. What is What's your last my last thought? thought? Yes. You know, my last thought is that Matthew's wizard barber must have been a hell of a marriage counselor. Why do you say that? I'm rig- I am I'm a little I'm scared, but I'm still going to ask it. Why well, do you gave say him that? his beard back? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> That's assuming she ever got used to that beard. Well, okay? I'm, just, I'm just saying, you know, beard restoration probably has saved mar- many a marriage. I don't know. Depends. It depends what you're into. I mean, some people think beards are itchy. I'm just saying. I'm just- <laughs> Oh my god. She's getting a little on us here. <laughs> I'm with you, Val. Stay away from me with the beard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, Angela, what's your last thought? <laughs> well, now that's stuck in my head. How could it not be my last thought? <laughs> but no, I will say this is our pre-con episode. So as soon as we get back from the con, there's going to be a lot of magic to be made. And we know what's in our inbox right now, what things are on the horizon, and that we're going to be able to share with the fandom and indulge them a little bit. So I'll leave it 
at that, but I can't wait. Yeah. I mean, no, that's, th- that's just not nice. <laughs> <laughs> you do know what's in her... Okay, thanks, Angela. I was going to wonder what... I was like, what is she talking about earlier in the episode where you were saying, oh, we have so many things in the works. I was like, which... What things? Okay, wait, now what? I know. What? Huh? I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm there. Okay. <laughs> and I was just talking about you, even. Why? I mean, not, not this time, but the designs of things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, we uh, got some designs. We got some designs. Yeah. Yeah. Happening. Oh, okay. So my last thought, as I rolled out of bed, and there was a certain balloon flying over distant <laughs> land. Uh, not not red balloon. Or an orange not balloon. a red balloon. This mm-hmm. one is more of an orange flavor. And uh, there were people out there expressing their dismay or their uh, disgust. Dismay is probably a good word for the British. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Properly low key. And then the next tweet down I saw from uh, Lynn manuel Miranda of Hamilton fame. And I was like, Oh, this is nice. And what he said in this tweet, he said, Good morning. You're burning up. Apply kindness like a cool washcloth on the back of the neck. Walk away from your screens every four to six hours. Liquids, popsicles, kindness, rest, and love. I thought that that was great. I was like, I'm not a mushy person, but okay, Lin-Manuel Miranda, you got me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's sound advice. I love his Twitter feed. He's, I I mean, someone I think recently referred to him as like the grown-up Mr. Rogers. He is. Yes. And it's very nice. Yeah. Has anyone seen that preview, by the way, for um, Won't You Be My Neighbor, Mr. Rogers thing? I want to see the Everybody that has seen the movie has had wonderful things to say about it. I saw the trailer and I cried. I cried. There were literally tears coming out. Wow. I had, I was like, and Robert's looking at me. He's looking over my shoulder and he's looking at my face and I'm like, I'm not crying. You're crying. (laughs) (laughs) This will make you cry too. Oh, what? 12 Russians have been indicted for DNC hacking. Oh, it's Mueller time. Oh, well, that won't make me cry. (laughs) Give me a a headline. There's actually an outcome though. I I mean, it's just like headline after headline. I want results. Yeah. Well, the indictments have been served. That's that's the step in the right direction. Yeah. yeah. And mess with our elections, will you? Okay. Anyway, <laughs> that's all I had. Does anybody else have any last lingering thoughts before we sign out and say goodbye? We're going to have a great time at Demon Hour. So join yeah. us if you can. Absolutely. And uh, yeah, tickets are sold out, but you can still live stream everybody. It is allsoulscon.org slant tickets. It's $5 for live streaming. We'll be the first face you see when you tune on in Friday. on that Friday. So, so European guys, you get to, you get to spend us, spend your Friday night with us. Yay. Oh, and, and we, promise, uh, we promise some fun online streamers. We may have a giveaway for them, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. We, well, we haven't put it together as of yet, but by so, the time so you'll in, hear this, we'll have a clue. <laughs> Yeah, well, we'll know what's going on. Yeah. Um, let me see what else. What you'll else? What else? St- you'll have to tune in in order to enter. And Shelly's going to stick around with us for the after show. Yes. Yay! Yay. Fun, fun. I know she's a little scared now. <laughs> <laughs> kind of scary. On this note, let's say goodbye, everybody. Bye. 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 Demon kiss. We'll talk to you next time. Mm-hmm.